Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Teaching the unfiltered word of God with the anointing of his spirit. With subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad you joined me tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening to me from, whatever time zone, I'm delighted that you decided to spend your evening with me, a couple hours with me, or however long that this show goes, uh, long or short of it. Tonight, uh, unless something changes next week, I'm going to be... uh, and I do like an epilogue or something, but um, I'm going to be finishing tonight's series of Jesus, the Ultimate Healer. I'm going to be finishing the last reason that healing is for all and healing is for now. That's what I'm going to be finishing tonight. As I said, unless there is a prologue. I'm sorry, no, prologue is before epilogue. (laughs) So I'm really glad that you joined me tonight. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to call 866-857-4837. That is 866-857-4837. So feel free to call call there and uh, so I would be happy to take your call if there's nobody there that you can push a button for a certain prayer request and and um, there will be uh, an anointed prayer on the other line trust me I've called before and uh, operators haven't been available or it's been busy and um, but it was definitely definitely anointed on the other side and if you have any other prayer requests you want to email me or comments or questions feel free to email me at firetalkradio2 that's number two at yahoo.com that's firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com that's with the number two I'm going to go to a song, and then I'll be right back.
Lift up your eyes on high. Behold the land, perfect sacrifice. He paid it all. He paid it all for you. Lift up your eyes on high. Behold the land, perfect sacrifice. He paid it all. He paid it all for you. Finishing up why healing is for all and it is for now. I left off last week at the 22nd reason, which is because Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. Tonight, in the last final part of why healing is for all and healing is for now, is because we are the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 6.15 Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Your physical body is part of the body of Christ. And basically, Jesus is the head and we're the body. We all, uh, every born again believer makes up they were all all parts of him. We're all part of the same body. So we're not um 
That's why we need to get along and walk in love. You know, you don't see your leg get in an argument with your foot and say, "Forget you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother with you today," and then just ignore it and or you're, you're chewing off your finger because you didn't get along with it. It's it's the same thing when we bite and devour one another, and we don't walk in love. We need to walk in love because we're part of the same body, and we need to love our body. And some people don't like their physical body. Um, but uh, some of that is uh, uh, is their is their fault because maybe maybe they haven't taken care of it. Uh, maybe maybe they don't exercise enough, maybe they don't sleep right. They have odd hours, they don't have a routine, they don't have a schedule. <clears throat> I have a tickle in my throat. I'm going to go play a song, I think, and I'll be right back with you.
God, he's big on stewardship. He's big on us taking care of our of what what he's entrusted to us. And, and we need to use and maximize what we have. If God has given you something and you waste it, and you don't take care of it, you're not a good steward of it, then he's not going to give you anything more to take care of because you haven't proven faithful. You don't deserve an increase in, in anything. And so he is faithful a little shall be made real over much. We need to be good stewardship, a good steward over our body, over everything that God entrusts to. Everything, our, our money, our time, our talents, our bodies, our pets, our homes. Do you, is your place uh, clean and tidy or is it cluttered and dirt, dirty dishes piled up and the counters dirty? God's not going to give you a bigger place or even your own place if you don't take care of what he's entrusted to you. I'm not getting on your case and I'm not condemning you. I'm just just giving you the word and and how God feels about stewardship and taking care of of what he's entrusted to you. I love you. <laughs> Luke 16, verses 1 through 8 reads, He also said to his disciples, There was a certain rich man who had a steward, and an accusation was brought to him that this man was wasting his goods. So he called him and said to him, What is this I hear about you? Give an account of your stewardship, for you can no longer be a, be a steward. Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my master is taking the stewardship away from me. I cannot dig. I am ashamed to beg. I have resolved what to do, that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So he called every one of his master's debtors to him and said to the first, How much do you owe my master? And he said, A hundred measures of oil. So he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, And how much do you owe? So he said, A hundred measures of wheat. And he said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. So the master commended the unjust servant, the unjust steward, because he had dealt shrewdly. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in this generation than the sons of light. You ever wonder why he commended him for 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 doing something that was actually not very um very uh wasn't what is shady is what it was it was worldly i guess that's um cuz it was saying here that uh he commended him for that 
I have my ideas, but I'm not going to, I'll be real, I'm not going to say them because it's in case they're wrong. I don't want to teach you something that's not right. But when I do find the answer, and I know for sure it's the answer, I will come back in one of my episodes and tell you. Your body is valuable and you need to treat it like it. Like it's the most precious, valuable possession in the world. You're so valuable that Jesus died for you. That God came to earth in the form of a man. Jesus came to earth, took all your sin, shame, disease upon himself, nailed it to the nailed it to he was nailed to the cross went through all that torture for you that's a high price to pay because you are invaluable and you're priceless you're valuable uh, something that God says is a sin it, when he's telling us not to do something it's not that he's trying to spoil our fun, but it's because it will hurt us in the long run or other and or other people. For example, fornication and adultery are sins because it's sex without commitment. And unless you're married, there's no commitment there. And plus, there's no sex outside marriage, so it's all within the confounds of the marriage. So that's that's one one way of of um of where people think, oh well, it's just you know Christianity has ruined all my fun, <clears throat> and they can't have sex anymore until they get married, and they're gonna be lonely, and unless they go out to bars and find somebody, that's not true because every person that you have sex with or have ever had sex with when you have uh, when you have sexual intercourse with a person you are joining your spirit to their spirit and you're every every person that they have ever slept with you pick up every devil that they ever had so if they slept with seven if they had sex with seven people and the, say one of the people that they had sex with had uh, spirit of lust, you're going to pick up that devil. If another person they slept with, or they had sex with, had a a raging anger spirit or or murderous spirit or or whatever those demons are that they were fighting and actually had, then you're going to pick it up because, as I said, sex sexual intercourse is not just a physical act; it's also a spiritual act. Because you're joining, you're, you, you two become members, and you're also joining with that person's spirit. So it's a spiritual as well. So there's, there's a lot of reason why sometimes if, if a person's had sex with a lot of people, or even just one or two or three that had a lot of issues, like maybe they were addicted, you're picking up those devils from the people. I know it sounds hard to understand but just it's 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 spiritual as well as physical and so it's a it's a it's a soul tie or it's a it's a that needs to be broken and and deliverance needs to take place and as i said these things 
like for example, sex, like I've been talking about, is is God not having it is God's way of protecting you, not having it until you're married. And you know, if something's been forced on you, it's not your fault. But God, you you move on and and you wait till you get married. And I I feel that uh, it, there's people listening right now that may have some soul ties, or they they've had sex with somebody and they picked up devils along the way. And just research it on online. And if you want to just I break those power in the name of Jesus, I I break, I bind, I break that off of you in the name of Jesus. To say this after me, to say, I break every ungodly soul tie and I renounce it in the name of Jesus. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. In the name of Jesus, fire, fire of God, right now, the fire of God, the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. In the name of Jesus, I speak a release of those tormenting devils in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over them anymore. I break your power. Go right now in the name of Jesus. And I loose the protection and the healing anointing of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for touching them, and thank you for delivering them, in the name of Jesus, and whom the Son sets free as free indeed. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And another reason... For example, that God does not want people outside the confines of marriage to have sex is because the person might get, the woman might get pregnant. And it'd be hard for that child uh, not to have parents who are committed to each other. It's hard enough on a child as it is growing up, but no child deserves to come into the world without parents that are not committed to each other. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're pregnant right now or if you got pregnant or, God forbid, somewhere down the line you 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 backslide and, and you, you end up having sex with someone. You, I'm talking that you get pregnant. It doesn't mean you should go have an abortion. That, that baby, uh, before the foundation, before it was even born, God God knew it by name, knows it by name. So I implore you, don't get an abortion if you're pregnant. Give it up for adoption because that child is counting on you. The world is counting on that child to grow up, be healthy, and to fulfill the call of God. On that person's life. The world needs that child. The world needs you to be strong. And no matter what anybody says or thinks. That you just be strong. And that you have that baby. And that you don't have that abortion. And if you're thinking about one. Just 
You can email me if you're thinking about having an abortion. You can email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. That's firetalkradio2 with a number 2 at yahoo.com. Excuse me. Or you can call 866-857-4837. That's toll-free, 866-857-4837. I implore you, don't have that abortion. Maybe with emotions running and thinking that's the only way to take care of it, but trust me, it's not. What what happens the time from now when you regret having that made that decision to abort the baby? Maybe later on down the line you won't be able to have any more children, and you'd wish that you'd have that baby. And then what happens is the devil starts tormenting you and making you go on this guilt trip. So please. Pray and ask God for strength to make the right decision. He loves you. And you can make that right decision. Now, if a person is actually having sex with somebody that they're not married to, it's somebody else's spouse in the long run. Um... They may not be planning to marry at that time or even know that person yet. Maybe they haven't even met. But it doesn't really matter because if you're not married to that person and you're having sex, it's a sin. So, say for example, a couple, a person is having having sex and neither one of them are married to each other. They're not in an adulterous affair, but they're two single people. Maybe maybe you two end up breaking up along the line somewhere, and your husband's out there that you meet six months from then, and his wife is the same six months from then. I'm talking about a biblical relationship I need to clarify here. That a biblical relationship is between a man and a woman. A biblical marriage is between a man and a woman. And um, anything other than that is a sin, and it's not of God. I love you if you're listening. I'm not judging you. If you have a homosexual spirit, I'm not judging you at all. I love you, and God loves you, but he doesn't love the sin. So I'm clarifying, biblical relationship is between a man and a woman, a biblical marriage. So if you, so suppose after you've had the sex and then you break up six months from then, then you've ended up having sex with somebody's, somebody's spouse before they even met. Um, It's just. And we are actually supposed to be separated from the world. Don't date like the world. Don't part. Don't date like the world. The world says when you date, oh, you know, if if you if you're attracted, you can go ahead and 
have sex with that person. That's not of God. That's not the way God wants it. Don't participate in sexual foreplay. Don't cross lines or compromise because it leads to sin. If you're out dating, use wisdom. Don't if if you're so attracted to that person, don't get in the car and be alone with that person. Alone in the car, alone in some place where you would fall into sin. And just because they're your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't give you the right to have sex with them. It just means that you're getting to know them better so that you can see find out if they're the person for you to spend the rest of your life with. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 13 through 18. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods. But God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God God both raised up the Lord... And will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? Two, he says, shall become one flesh. That he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. The main reason that you have a body is so that you can serve the Lord and fulfill your destiny to fulfill the plan, the dream of why God made you, the reason that you're alive. And you are God's best. You are his elite. So be the best that you can be. God has got the best, the brightest, and the least and sharpest people If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to tell you right now, God loves you. He has a great plan for your life. God forbid, if you were to die this very second, you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, go to heaven. If you're not sure, I want to let you know that the Holy Bible says that we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure that you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and just repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again from the dead. 
and are coming back for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I forgive everyone who ever hurt me. And I forgive myself for anything I've done wrong against others or myself. I receive your forgiveness. Fill me with your peace your joy, and your love. Amen. I tell you right now, all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much. He has a great plan for your life. In verse 15 of what I just read, and that was in 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 through 18. And verse 15, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. My body and your body, if you're born again, believe and you have Jesus in your heart, is a member of Christ. If there's sickness in my body, then there's sickness in Christ's body. God doesn't want any work of the devil in our bodies. Sickness, disease, pain, all of these things are of the devil. They're not of God. You may have often heard it said, oh, God just put this on me this sickness on me to slow me down or to teach me a lesson or that I shouldn't do that again. That's not true. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy, but I, Jesus said, have come that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. It's not of God. Sickness is not of God. It's the work of the devil, and God doesn't want any work of the devil in our bodies. Matthew 12, verses 12 through 14, reads, Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Now, in closing here of this of this lesson, I want to give you a couple of things to think about that Jesus cleansed the temple and then he healed the people. So when the money changers were in the temple, if you don't know the story it's it's the the money changers there were 
they were in there in the temple, and they were, I'm going to look it up so you can have something to, something to uh, study, just in case you don't know the story, because I'm not going to take, as I said the other day, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take for granted and assume that you know what the word says. Maybe you're, maybe you're curious. Maybe you're searching different ideas, different religions, and maybe you're just listening and observing and thinking about things. And so I'm not going to assume that you know everything. Jesus in Matthew twenty one twelve says and Jesus entered the temple and drove out all those who were buying and selling in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer but you are making it a robber's den. Basically, these were people that were uh, ripping other people off in his temple, and they were making it a house of... It wasn't a house of prayer. They were just making it a marketplace and, and ripping people off there. And Jesus cleansed that temple. He he cleansed it of all. He purged it of all the of all the swindlers there that were hustling and the people that were legitimately going in to make make sacrifices. And when Jesus cleansed the temple, then he also healed the people, because Jesus cleansed the temple and then he healed the people. So, I'm going to actually go back to that verse, because I want to look for something. But when you think about it, um, Jesus cleansing the temple... Actually, while I look for that, instead of you having to sit here or stand or whatever you're doing, I am going to play a one-minute audio about the camp meeting coming up. actually starts tomorrow. I'm really excited. It's going to be awesome. I will be right back with you, and hopefully I will have the script I'm looking for. Hey, Rodney Outbound here inviting you to come and be a part with us. Winter, Signs and Wonders Camp Meeting right here in Tampa, Florida, the 25th of January through the 1st of February. Two meetings a day, Sunday to Sunday. It's going to be epic. Get on a plane, get on a train, get on a bus, a bicycle, the back of a camel, whatever you need to do in a canoe. Get you to Tampa. It's going to be a time of great praise and worship and the ministry of the word and 
the move of the Holy Spirit. And the theme of this week is called Possessing the Land. And I believe 2015 is going to be a year of possessing the land. And we're going to see a mass mobilization of God's people for what God's purpose and plan is for their life for 2015. So what better way to dedicate right in the opening month of 2015. Come and be a part in the winter Signs and Wonders camp meeting. I'm looking to see you. Come on. And I found that scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Back to Matthew 21, starting at verse 12. And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and brought in the temple, who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the, now I'm going to stop there. Uh, Verse 14, because Jesus, he cleansed the temple there, the physical temple, And then the blind and the lame, they came to him in the temple, and he healed them. So Jesus Jesus will will cleanse our temple if we let him. So if we cleanse our temple, we we stay away, we, we, we purge ourselves, we allow God to do a work in our heart, let the fire of God come in our heart and do a deep work in our life. There may be habitual sins or or just uh, past hurts or um, unforgiveness, uh, sins of the heart, whatever's going on in your life or my life. If we allow the Spirit of God to come into our life and to do a work in us, then and cleanse us and purge our temple, then the healing can begin. The healing of the broken heart the healing physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, everything. Because sickness and disease profanes God's temple. Like those money changers were doing, they were making a mockery of his temple. That was a house of prayer, supposed to be a house of prayer, not a marketplace for 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 doing all of what they were doing there. Now, lastly, one last thought I'm going to leave you with at the end of this concluding this series of Jesus, the Ultimate Healer. As I said, there may be an epilogue next Saturday or there may be no no show. I don't know. We'll find out. But when God was healing the people, he was cleansing the temple. When you think about it, if a person has a disease, infirmity, they have something going on physically, and God's healing them, he's cleansing the temple that he resides in by evicting that sickness, that disease, that pain, and therefore making it holy. And it's no longer defiled. 
says, if you defile my temple, I will destroy it. So, but that's an, I believe that's in another context, but he's, he's cleansing the temple when he's healing. He's such a good God and he's a good daddy. He doesn't want you or me sick in pain, stressed, restless, sleepless, with insomnia and everything else. He wants us healed. Our temple can be holy to him. And he's a faithful God. He loves you so much. He does have a great plan for your life. You know, if you feel like you have the call of God on your life, and you want to go to Bible college, it starts up in, in August. And I've been authorized to give you a scholarship, a free scholarship that you don't have to pay back. All yours, free. You can go to school. You don't have to worry about paying tuition at all. So I'm excited to give you that scholarship. And if you know somebody else that has a call of God on their life, then you can also give them a scholarship as well. And then if they know someone, they can give someone, and so on, and so on, and so on. So it just keeps on going like a ripple effect. As I said, if you want to check out the, you want to check it out, you can go to riverbibleinstitute.com, riverschoolofworship.com. RiverSchoolOfGovernment.com And right now, only the River Bible Institute and the River School of Worship have scholarships, are giving scholarships, but right now the River School of Government is not giving uh, scholarships at this time. But don't let that deter you. Don't let it stop you. If it's God's will, it's going to make a way. He will make a way, definitely make a way. And I I hope you have been blessed by this series, Jesus, the Ultimate Healer, because he is the ultimate healer. He's awesome. He's wonderful. He's great. He's good. Everything wonderful. So I, I hope you've been blessed. And if you, as I said earlier, if you have any questions, comments, testimonies, requests, prayer requests, send them to Fire Talk Radio 2. That's the number two at yahoo.com. That is Fire Talk Radio 2, the number two at yahoo.com. And uh, follow me on my homepage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2, the number two. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2, the number two. I'd love to have you follow me on my homepage. That way you can find out what is going on with the shows and when a new one is coming out. 
you can find out what is what is going on and what is happening and also check out my Facebook page by going to facebook.com forward slash fire talk radio two that's the number two as I've been saying number two so facebook.com forward slash fire talk radio two and as I was saying earlier Sunday tomorrow 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. all eight days of heaven on earth glory wonderful time in the Lord it's going to be winter camp meeting so I'd love to have we'd love to have you join us sign up and you ask how heard of us you can just let me know that you're going and or if you can't make it in person you can watch online at revival.com that's r e v i v a l dot com. Watch it live, Eastern Standard Time. And let's see if there's anything else I've missed. I don't think I've missed anything else. Um, for those of you that listened yesterday to the new series on worship that I'm doing. I'm going to be continuing that on Monday. I'm going to be doing, plan on doing two episodes. I'm going to pre-record two episodes or two parts of the series and then conclude the other part on Saturday, I mean Friday, which will be conclude the whole uh, the whole series for for this for this month. So, just know that you are valuable. You are loved. You're accepted in the beloved. He loves you. I love you. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love. Help myself down into the healing waters where the angel swells. I've been down and out too many years now, and I suffer in my body and my mind as I lie beside unmoving waters. 
Of this healing pools whose walls I cannot climb Many others who press before me So when the angel moves the water in his time Lord, I need your loving kindness Touch my body and my mind Lord, I need your healing rains Your healing rains Cause you're so able Lord, when I'm so unable I need you now And I cry out To the Lord of life with all my heart and mind Lord, bring healing now And look down from heaven With one more touch Lord, send the healing waters anytime Stir the healing waters I cry out to you Touch so many others in my way Send your healing touch Now I can pray
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.